0: People!
1: People! People!
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Better Everyday Podcast, episode six. This one is titled Mindset. We are coming to you from our office in the new gym. Woo, woohoo! <laughs> um, basically, we're going to
2: talk about the mindset part of mindset, wellness, and movement. Hi, people. It's me, Coach D. Now that we are in the new space and functioning and flowing we really want to lean into our core values what our whole rebrand means and we thought that doing a podcast on each individual piece of it would help you guys understand more the direction that we want to head um and why we're talking about certain things more than we used to so the mindset portion i think it breaks down into let's call it four and a half different pieces oh I I also want to add that we think mindset is the most important part of all this. That's why it's our first word. And the fitness or the movement is last because it truly is the least important part of your journey with us. So good call, AK. So today we're going to break down the mindset. We're going to talk about healthy as a lifestyle. So basically long-term fulfillment versus instant gratification. And we're going to tie our core values into that. That's why I said four and a half. And then we're going to talk about language, letting go of self-limiting beliefs, and we're going to talk about coachability. Turns out it's three and a half, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Math is hard. Math is so hard. (laughs) So starting off, let's start off our just our core values (laughs) recap. On a roll. Core values recap. Grow. Lead. And play so wow. So growing we're always looking to just expand on what we know. We're always promoting change. We're not stuck to Obviously even just completely changing the way that we started training you guys um, We're always looking to, to branch out and further educate Um so what, what you know now might not always be the way it's supposed to be done because we're learning more as we go And I don't think anything is ever like in concrete or forever. We always have to be sort of challenging the things that we already think we know and making them better. Yeah. There's no cut and dry, black and white things can always change. We always say that if you looked back on a year ago, if you were like in the same exact place that you were now that you were that year ago, you'd be like, wow, that's terrible. I haven't done one thing different. Um, I think we all we do all share that that's a fear of ours because we don't want to become complacent We don't want to just exist. We want to really Continuously be challenging ourselves and the things that you know be changing.
0: Yeah I couldn't imagine looking back at year and thinking like you're exactly where you were like that's never happened to me That'd be wild. (laughs) You're bragging a little bit, but it's okay You guys (laughs) do. I know know both of you have
2: never been the same place for a year. True. Ever. No, that's true so that's our grow, our lead. We're always looking to lead by example. We're looking to be empathetic leaders, and we're not just trying to sit here and boss you guys around and tell you what to do. We're looking to compel you to make changes by watching how what we do and literally living by the example. You guys have anything else to say about
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, sure but then that. I didn't. Yeah. No, I, I think I forget what I was going to say as you go. I think. The best type of leadership, the worst type of leadership is when someone just tells you what to do. I think it was one of the first things I said when I started here. I was like, you two just do the thing so everyone
0: else is doing the thing. Unless it's in session and it's dev, I do like to
2: just tell her what to do. That's a little bit different in session. That's (laughs) true. We're talking more, we don't tell her her to come in here once she gets here. though. It's more about the stuff that goes on outside of the gym as far as like how you, you know, what you eat, how you talk to yourself, how you sleep, all the crap that we're always talking about. We're not trying to just tell you what you should do and just trying to lead you in the right direction. Lead by example.
1: And I think a big part of that is also being vulnerable. Like we are able to admit when we're struggling to grow, when we're trying something new and getting uncomfortable, we're not just asking you to get uncomfortable, we're, we get uncomfortable too. True. Like, I... I
0: speak for myself probably this one but i just went through a phase where i felt very very stuck which i think happened probably three times a year for me or i go through like a month or two i'm just like what the fuck nothing's changing and then i have to pull myself out of it and then a lot of things happen after that that's kind of part of the like it's like a cyclical thing grow and then you feel stuck and then you grow again and then you feel stuck again
2: i also think when you have something big going on like we had going on it's like your focus goes to that big thing and you forget about the importance of all the other things but coming back to it and realizing like acknowledging hey i'm stuck and i got to do something different or i'm going to keep being stuck is huge i was just talking to a client today and we were talking about how the body issue thing has just always been a thing and i think we can all say that body issue has been (laughs) something that we've dealt with but i think like being in this position we don't talk about that i'm never like oh yeah i'm super insecure but i was saying to her you know different things throughout the month sometimes you know you put on a pair of pants you're like nope it's not today you put on this nope not today but that's just real and like you're saying being vulnerable and telling people like that you know we have days like that too because it, it is it's real like we've all experienced so like you wake up one day and you're like wow like i lost like 10 pounds
0: over overnight and like i feel fucking fantastic and then the next day we're like wow i gained 30 pounds great i hate
2: myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that happens to us and you're
0: like how did this happen i felt great yesterday why do i feel
1: like a trucker or something today <laughs> which is what happened yeah and our job as leaders is not to come across as perfect all the time but to give you the tools you need to get through that adversity in those moments that's
2: that's what we're good at yeah troubleshooting mm-hmm. and play our favorite it. one mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody works hard we know this we just believe that it's important to match it with hard play and obviously to laugh and not to take any of this shit too seriously because it really should be fun.
0: Yeah. Life is here to live, not just be regimented and scheduled and constantly
2: eating vegetables and nothing fun. <laughs> just being productive all the time. Oh, 100%. 100%. Can't no, be productive no, all you. the time. We need, need balance. We need naps. We <laughs> need naps. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else to say about that. No. Um, we all understand play. So all of those things fall under healthy as a lifestyle, which I said before is the long-term fulfillment over instant gratification. And what we're trying to say is that this is something that should be viewed as a lifestyle, not something that has like an end date. Like I'm going to do fitness for a year and then that's it. Like that's not, that's not the message that we're looking to put out there. Although it is a message that a lot of people do put out there, unfortunately. But I think that's why it's so important that we talk about the other direction because a lot of the time when you start a journey, it's like a six-week challenge or this or that, and it's not nothing, nothing that sets you up with tools to be successful outside of those six weeks or whatever. Yeah, your goal should be to be viewed as someone who works out for the rest of your life, and how you work out is going to change. Yeah, with different seasons of your life. Yes, and as far as the long-term fulfillment goes, that's when 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 you're somebody who's been working out for a while and you realize that you're not doing it just for how you look and you're doing it because it's actually something that makes you feel better and you know you're doing something good for the future you like that's really what it's all about it's not about like i know we joke about butt and biceps and abs and all that stuff but that's really not what the long game is about it's like aesthetics are great but the long-term fulfillment isn't going to come from chasing that shit it's going to come from knowing that you're preserving muscle mass and you're aging gracefully and you could take care of yourself when you're older and I know like you're in your 20s or 30s maybe you're not thinking about that stuff but you are doing your future self a huge service by starting this now and committing that to it
1: when you're 61 you have to pack up your whole house and that's right
2: moving yeah. on your own you want to be able to do that yep and it's I know it's like the instant gratification shit is like all out there like the keto and like intermittent fasting and all the things that cling to work really quick. But I challenge you to find somebody who's been doing that for ten years, and you know, can tell you that <laughs> okay. they're happy. Good luck. <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's not it. And so, even when we're like speaking to new clients and prospects and signing people up, we're looking for people who are looking to play the long game, and who know that it's not all about the aesthetic, because it just isn't. And the short-term goal, it's about the long-term. Do the hard stuff now, so life is easier as you age. And like, if you want a reminder of why you should do that, you should just go to any public beach on the weekend and you'll just see people who are so like, can barely even walk off the beach, can barely even play with their kids, get out of a beach chair. And it's like, those are the big picture items. Like that is the thing that you're saving yourself from is being incapable of doing something like just sitting on the beach. Or even if you think of like two people, you know, that are in their 60s and how
0: like one can be drastically different than the other. Like one can barely take care of themselves and one you wouldn't even know they're in their 60s
2: so true and it's just all about the the way that you think about fitness and like what it means to you um and so if you're at this if you're with us you know that the long-term fulfillment is is huge yes um is that all we have to say on that versus instant gratification anybody got some last minute thoughts
0: I think I just want to add to that that the long term fulfillment thing that like for me personally like having independence until the day I die is the most important thing in the world to me. It's like I will work out every day so I never ever have to depend on someone else to like help me stand up or carry my groceries or I don't know, hang something on the wall. Like I want to be able to do all that shit by myself, literally until I drop dead randomly one day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Super peacefully. Super peacefully. randomly. <laughs> no one knows what's coming. We're just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep seeing, I need to, like, take a picture of it, but I keep seeing those, like, I don't know, memes or whatever they are, like, when you're in your 30s, like, the percentage of people that work out, and when you're in your mm-hmm. 40s, it drops by 10%, and when you're in your 50s, it drops by 10 so it's, like, the 80-year-olds who are working out, like, it's, They're like, 5% badass. of the world, but it's, like, you know, we're obviously hoping that we could up that percentage. Yeah, that a little bit. It's also
0: cool, like, if you're someone who works out in their, like, 30s, 40s, or 50s, like you're one of
2: however many that mm-hmm. actually does it. Like that's You should be proud of yourself for that. Yeah, like as much as I give my mom shit, like she's 70 and she comes in here twice a week. Oh. I mean, I gotta give it to her. <laughs> I Think she's gonna be mad? She's gonna be mad! She's not gonna be mad. Everyone's <laughs> gonna like, your mom's 70, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was literally just about to say, I had no idea she was yeah. 70. Anymore. I know, she's amazing. She is amazing. So, that, that's what we want to do, break those molds. Next, this is a big one, but I don't think anyone thinks of how big it actually is, is language and how we speak to ourselves matters, ironically enough. Like Alyssa putting out to the world that she just wants to die peacefully. You know, it's important to put that stuff up. Randomly, and I want to be working out until the day I die. <laughs> I don't ever want help. <laughs> we know. We get it. But how... I'm sure you guys have all caught yourselves saying something like, uh... This I'm isn't... so fat today. <laughs> <laughs> or even just like I ate bad or I didn't eat good or just I'm like, so lazy. I can't do this. It's like it's... list you can, you just don't want to. <laughs> or you just don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always a want thing. I think that it's it's like taking a sentence like I can't do this, and then like making it into something a little bit more positive. Like if you say you can't do this, maybe it's just like You're unable to do it right now, but you're working towards doing it. Even just like letting your brain know that the plan is there. You want to be able to do this. It's just right now, it's something you're working on. It doesn't have to be that you can't or that you're bad at it. It's just that there's the future you can do it. The Um, future
0: you who is still working out, still getting better every
1: day. Gonna die peacefully. They're They're
2: still growing, they're still (laughs) eating, still playing. (laughs) but it's just like letting go of some of those like self-limiting beliefs that you've always had like i can't be a person who wakes up at 6 a.m i can't be someone who eats breakfast i can't be someone who eats protein like yes you can you can absolutely be that person it's can that is a can and a one mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: i feel like it kind of ties into like comparing yourselves
0: to others too
1: mm-hmm.
0: like they get, or like even if you see on like social media like people that post those ridiculous morning routines like you don't need a morning routine like that like, you can just, like, wake up and drink some water, and you're good.
1: I, what time did I have to be here today? 6.45, I had to be here today? I rolled out of bed at, well, a little <laughs> earlier than usual. I rolled out of bed at, like, 5.45, had a cup of water, washed my face, brushed my teeth, and got my car. That was okay. a perfect morning yeah. routine. Yeah. Like, you like, don't have great. to have, like, elaborate
0: journaling and, like, stretching and walking. And even, like, the ones that say, like, get your sunshine. Like, I can't get sunlight at first thing in the morning. Like, I have to be here until dark. Like, I can't do that.
1: I, I feel, feel like, like that like, thought yesterday. There was, I feel like those
0: things are like so overwhelming for people that it kind of like like can never do that. So I might as well just do nothing. Do nothing.
1: Yeah. So I was think It was yesterday. It was like some of you don't have energy because you go to coffee first thing in the morning. Wait, I, mean, I read that one too. It was like some doctor Jane. It was like wake up drink your coffee, get some sunlight, solved, you'll dominate your day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, what does dominate my day even mean? And and like, my day starts like three hours before the sun comes up, like, so that's not possible.
0: Yeah, like, I'm having in my I need that coffee. And like,
2: <laughs> <woo>! <laughs> But like, there is just all of that shit out there, and it's hard not to fall victim to like, yeah, like three different, you know, gratitude journals, you know, the morning mm-hmm. sunlight, a walk, and this. It's like, I mean, what time do these people's mornings I know, start? Like, waking up at 1 a.m.? <laughs> for real <laughs> seriously like, I think sleep is more important than all that morning mm-hmm. routine I think it also just depends on your life like maybe you're somebody who has a nighttime routine instead of a morning routine where yeah. you have a little bit more time and you can get in some of the things that you know you feel you want to you don't have to do all of that stuff and that's the thing too you don't have to do all of that stuff <laughs> no and
0: think, also like that person is A. probably lying B. probably works from home and starts their day at 9am doesn't have any kids or anything so that's a very different morning routine than most yeah. people have
1: different life yeah i think that's where a lot of the negative self-talk comes from there's so much you should you should yeah. you should mm-hmm. it's like should you though does also, that, that work do? for yeah. you and then at the same time i think there's a massive it's like a buzzword right now self-talk mm-hmm. it maybe is it definitely like, is it's like instead of telling yourself i can tell yourself i can and it's not that simple because that's and also just, like, maybe you actually can't it just like it's just like Figure out what exactly the issue is and start talking to yourself that way. Like, I can't get there at 6 a.m. It's like, I'm working on going to bed earlier so that I can wake up and get to where I need to be at
2: 6 a.m. I can't work out six days a week, but I can work out three days a week, so. And that's the thing, too. Like, what is, should you be doing that? Like, you just said, like, there are, not all of us need to work out at 6 a.m., but there might be some people who do due to schedule and their lives and whatever, so... In that case, yeah, it's working on a bedtime routine and getting used to being a morning person. Maybe it doesn't start with a workout. Maybe it just starts with you being up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And Maybe think it starts that's... with having just like a little bit of water when you wake up just to get your body on. And that's, but that's just like a, like meeting people where they're at and understanding what's important to them and should they be doing things and why. Not everyone needs to do all the things all the time.
1: Your brain is wired to protect you, so the minute you feel like something is difficult or hard your brain's gonna go to i can't that's too hard it's too difficult so you gotta fight against that a little bit and change the language in your head and then you'll change
2: your actions but that's what the self-limiting beliefs are they're just mm-hmm. built up things that you tell you've told yourself for years even just relationships you have with food with the scale with exercise it's stuff that is ingrained in you for however old you are and just as much as you've put the self-limiting beliefs towards it it's like your brain now believes all of that stuff to be true and in order for your brain to think the other way you have to keep telling it the good stuff but if you don't it's just going to keep defaulting to the comfortable route
0: and i feel like a lot of people need to or don't realize that when you're changing like a habit like self-talk or like routine or whatever like you have to realize that you're unlearning what you've been doing for however many years you've yeah. been alive so it's going to take a long time you're not just going to get it overnight like you've been learning this way of life for 30 years then okay it's going to take you a couple of years probably to unlearn it and try a new routine
2: I I downloaded this gratitude journal that I really like because it does allow you to acknowledge good things in the morning and at night and it allows you to set small goals, but I mean, I can't string together like more than four days at a time. I'm working on it. I don't know when I'll, you know, have a whole week that I did, but it's, it's hard retraining imagine. myself to to do this thing every day. And I'm just being patient with it. Clearly, I I can't do it every day, or I I'm unable to do it every day. But I I will. Maybe next podcast I'll report back on where I'm at. But
1: maybe just like one more day.
2: Then right. Try, I need to get to five.
0: Yeah. I need to get to five days. I'm doing the same thing. My problem is I don't get it done before coming here on the morning.
2: See, but that's you can do it all at night. You can. I, I think I should make it a night gratitude journal and just stop trying to do the morning because that maybe that true. makes more sense for me and so that's exactly what we're talking about like troubleshooting things that don't make sense like who cares if people say you should practice gratitude in the morning you could practice it at night too <laughs> we yeah. could drink salt water at night too we don't just have to be these you know people who wake up and crush their morning and do an ice bath and walk their dog and go for a run like no we don't have to all be those people
1: why does everything have to happen in the
2: morning I know it's like, I like nighttime routines I don't know I don't why does everything have to well, happen maybe in most the morning?
0: people's mornings like really like their jobs start at 9 like we are we don't have a regular job start time
2: yeah, but I think of I the people who come here at like 6am, 7am, like they are not they don't have a whole lot of time to do much. They wake they, up, they They're come getting here. a workout in before work. That's a pretty big part of your routine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. True. Like none of us are working out before we work. But that's the thing that works for them and they found something that works for them. It's just like us trying to figure out what makes the most sense for our lives. Yeah, like you're not a better person if you work out at 6am than someone who works out at 6pm. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Wait, what? You're not a better person just because you work out at 6am than at 6pm.
1: But, but if that's the story you have to tell yourself, yeah, like that's the word. If that's that gets you, your you that. exam,
2: <laughs> <laughs> then you do that. Anything else on language and how we talk to ourselves? Basically, just be nice to yourselves and talk to yourself like you're giving your the person you love the most in the world some kind of advice. And Stop treating yourself like an, an asshole. And don't say sorry so much. I really think we need a sorry jar in this location, we yeah, but we're we work We're all work, just working on it. We're doing the best that we can. And don't... I'm not going to say don't, because you might.
1: <laughs> try not <laughs> to. Try not to get defensive if you're called out on your self-talk. It's really uncomfortable when it first happens. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel really weird. Remember, remember way back when,
0: like years and years ago, when someone said something negative about themselves, we would stop class and make them say something good
2: about themselves? We should bring that back. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but... They they stopped doing it, that's for sure. I'm sure you guys some of you when you've said something negative, you've heard Alyssa say, try again. And it that's probably one of the nicer ways to do it. For me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Considering it's
1: you. Mom, I'm like, maybe
2: you, you can, can try to excuse me, um, that's a lot of soft talk. <laughs> like, I wouldn't stop. I'd just doing it. But it's just but the whole purpose of us pointing it out is to draw your awareness to it because I don't think anyone even realizes they're doing it. You're just like, oh, I, went to, I, I was so I was the worst this weekend. Like, why? Especially you could spend your norm your whole life. Like, maybe that's how your parents always talk to themselves, or maybe it's how your spouse talks to themselves. So, like, you don't even realize that you're doing it because that's what everyone in your circle does and always has done. Yeah, but like, even except when you hear people doing it, it gets easier too if you call them out. Also. Mm-hmm. Just be that annoying friend, like when, like that annoying person who like always corrects your grammar. Just be like them, but in a different way. Be empathetic about it. Be empathetic about it. And the last one is coachability, which we have is the ability to adapt and change over time through education and mentorship, which is essentially what we're trying to do. Just so is
0: similar to being open-minded.
2: Yeah, it is. And I would say. The hardest thing about being coachability, it being coachability, <laughs> being coachable is that, you know, it's someone asking you to change what you've always done. And like we were speaking to earlier, it's uncomfortable. Um, and it's sometimes the information is new and it's a lot to take in. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be challenging. And it's not, doesn't happen overnight. Nothing that we ask you to do is going to happen overnight unless we're like, hey, try to drink 60 ounces of water today that's something that might happen overnight oh
1: yeah I'm yeah. open to the process
2: and that things the take time and that the, all the education we're trying to give you is going to benefit that long term fulfillment that we were speaking to and it should be tools that you can like use when you need them that feel appropriate for you like we're never picking on you for reasons that are not to make you better, we're never picking on you in general we're just Trying to make this experience you know well that's different yeah <laughs> not even personally but. no 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 if we weren't picking on you you wouldn't be having any fun and then no. we'd be finding our play value, values, we play, then it this our core values um but i think coach being coachable is one of the the bigger more important ones because it you know that's how you're gonna yeah. grow it's the it's like the precursor to all the other things got to be coachable to do all the other things and just being open to not doing stuff the way that you've always done it like that's just the biggest thing that I can say like when people come in like well I've done this my whole life it's like no you really haven't done this your whole life you've done other things your whole life like let us open your mind to something that is different than what you've done and maybe different than the things that you think work for example we used to be people who programmed workouts that were like super intense made you really sweaty made you really sore and now we have completely shifted our like you know mindset towards those kinds of workouts because we realize be that it's not something yeah because we've just grown and, and we realize you don't need that four times a week and we're more educated than we were seven years ago and it's and it's just like accepting that like okay maybe i don't need to be dying maybe i don't need to be like dripping sweat every day maybe i don't need to be super sore and it's like those are all things that you've always thought were true and now we're telling you it's not necess- you don't need those things to be have a successful workout It's also the fitness world I think is similar to like the healthcare
0: world where it's like constantly changing because there is new like people learn new things or find that that things work differently than they thought they did or there's better ways to do things just like they do in the medical world. Like we're not doing the same shit we've always done because we learn more, we change, we grow. Better every day. (laughs)
1: Your ability to be coached and yourself talk go hand in hand. Next time you're in here and you find a moment where you're being coached and you're not open to it, also pay attention to how you're talking to yourself in that
2: moment. If you change the way you talk to yourself, you become more coachable. Because mm-hmm. if you're not being coachable, you're probably really angry at yourself inside, or you're like, oh, I can't. Oh, why, would, why would you ask me to do that? I can't do that. Just softening yourself up a bit and
0: and really being able to like catch yourself, notice it, and change it. Like I went for a run yesterday, and I probably told myself I wasn't gonna be able to finish it like four times, then, and I was like, shut up, you can finish it i like, I can't do this. Shut up. You can do it. And I didn't stop and I did it.
1: I was talking to a client about getting to bed on time because he struggles. He comes in and he's had like maybe five hours of sleep and it's been a repeat, repeated thing. He just kept saying like, oh, it's just so hard for me to go to bed. Just so hard for me to get there by that time. And I was like, well, what if we narrow that down to the night before you come in here it's one hour earlier? something I can't relate to even a little bit I'm not, not even like I'm going <laughs> like I can't wait to get to bed you know different, <laughs> different lives at home and he was like I think I could do one hour and then by the end of the session he was like I can get to bed one hour earlier and I was like huh
2: exactly but you, you gave him a reasonable yeah. expectation it's like if you were like oh you gotta go to bed by 7 o'clock that's outrageous that's like
0: telling you they like, have to get 8 hours of sleep like that is borderline impossible for most grown adults mm-hmm. like that's hard like we're not getting 8 hours of sleep just get as much as you can really
2: and try to have a you know a routine yeah
0: Yeah. and like don't say you can't get to bed early but then watch four hours of netflix like you can you're just choosing to watch netflix instead right yes
2: but it's all about like seeing that being oh shit yeah that is a choice it's not you know
0: that is really like using your self-control is to turn your netflix off and go to bed
1: when well, I'm tired I'm just like ah, I give up and go to same <laughs> same but I that's been
0: years that. building a routine to go to bed I was also like born just loving sleep so that's never really been an issue for me <laughs> okay. I love my bed <laughs> best part of the day best part of the day is bedtime or nap time depending on the day
2: mm. Mm. It's a good nap day <laughs> the fitness field midday nap. Mm. the best mm. <laughs> any other thoughts on Coach Ellen? well quick recap then we did our talking on healthy as a lifestyle and just recapped our core values a little bit um letting go of self-limiting beliefs and just really realizing that how you talk to yourself matters and stay coachable be coachable always be open minded about things as long as the people who are leading you are people that you trust I yeah. just want to throw that yeah. in there.
1: That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah like it's, a
2: whole other... A whole other podcast. <laughs> so don't don't just be coachable to anybody. Make sure be... be careful with social media. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking more about, like, in here. In Trust
1: us, though. Trust yeah.
2: us. Look at our Instagram.
1: <laughs> share our post. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, share, follow. Like, share, save, <laughs> 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 right. Every day. Thanks for listening, people. Bye. Bye. Bye.